It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The volume. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. Jenkins, new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Jenkins. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Saturday, December 9th. Woo woo! We got the NBA in-season tournament championship, the NBA Cup championship in Las Vegas tonight. We are running through the semifinals and previewing the championship game. Normally on Saturdays, we have our interview episodes, but all three of us, all four of us have been so excited about the in-season tournament. We just want to talk about the semis and preview the championship for you guys. So that's what we're doing. As always, Jenkins and Jones hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. All the good. LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's that, Bubba's? Dom Gardy B, a.k.a. Mike. Mother. Mother. Fucking Mike. Why was why why'd you say it like that, Tyler? There wasn't no energy. Motherfucking Mike. I try to go quiet storm a little okay, bit. Okay, okay. 
Motherfucking mic. He was zagging where you were zigging. Let me relax. Let me relax. I'm tripping. Produced by the lovely and talented Jackson Saffron. What's up? I feel like this shit is already off the. You know what I'm saying? And a quick reminder that you can see all of my co hosts' lovely faces at youtube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. Every episode, full episode, clips. Ugh. Who wouldn't please, want to just please, stare please, at John please. and Tyler all day long? Come on. Shut up, brother. We're trying Come to get on. to be blush. We're trying to get to 5,000 subscribers by the end of the year. By the end of the oh, year? That's light work. We'll, we, what are we sure. at right now? We got we're at like, right now? We're at like 1,200, 1,300. Oh, hell yeah. Come on. Yeah, we in there. Come on. Now. Run it up for we us. Need, we just need our listeners to subscribe to that shit. That's Jackson, it. what are you going to do? This is what they do on podcasts. What, what, <laughs> what am I going to do? You, what it's are you on me? It's yeah, no, like, like, what funny thing are you going to do if we get to 5,000? That's a good question. That's a good question. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Well, how about, okay, how about this? Can I, can I pitch the episode? You can pitch it. You can pitch can it. Can I pitch the episode that we've talked about doing? The special episode we talked about doing? What is this? Is it a which full one, episode? Which one? The, the idea that Rather had. That I, that I, oh, can I talk about that? Hell yeah. yeah why not? Pitch it, why not? Pitch it. Put All the right, pressure get, on. Put the pressure on. Get us to 5,000 subscribers. So that you can get the Jenkins and Jones, the wives of Jenkins and Jones mailbag, <laughs> answering questions and talking shit about us. All right, that's, is it is it incentive. just them or is it us and them? No, we can oh. we? No, I don't want to be. No, we get the night off. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, thought, I thought it was. I think I think rather I think rather wanted it to be all all six of us, but. Hey, I love that. It's like, no. Me, me no the three of us are going to go hang out. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> you think it's That's just play? Do this podcast. Hey, create yeah. a podcast and see. You know what I'm saying? Night off, man. 5,000 subscribers yeah, yeah. by the end of the year. Let's do it. Let's hey, do it. I, but, hey I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this. Genuinely, all, all three wives are hilarious as fuck. Tyler and John's wives are hilarious as fuck. Mm. My wife is super funny, too. Like, and I, they, they will get, Char will give you the unvarnished truth. All y'all need to do is send a mailbag questions about the fucking Jenkins and Jones group chat. And I promise you, they will all have something to say about that. <laughs> I'm a little scared, but <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> it's worth it for it. 5,000 YouTube subscribers, Jenkins and Jones, uh, youtube.com slash at Jenkins and Jones. Let's talk about the NBA in-season tournament. The Pacers beat the Bucks. Jackson, you are the only one of the four of us who predicted a Pacers win. How did that happen? It happened because Tyrese Halliburton is unstoppable. Yeah, I, I saw some people tweeting about this, and I think it's – I am one of the biggest Steph Curry fans in the whole world. I think it's entirely reasonable to have a conversation right now. Is Tyrese Halliburton the best point guard in the NBA? Wow. I think that is – I've seen people talking okay. about it on Twitter. I, I, I'm not okay. ready to say it like it's – No, it's no. Locked, but I, I think it. I the conversation it. is a reasonable one. I saw uh, JJ Redick on his pod listing some stats about Halliburton, about things that he's doing that people have not done like ever or in 50 years. 25 point per game, mm-hmm. 10 assists per game. No, like with low, low 50, turnovers. 50, 40, 90. Harden has done some of these like 25 point, 15 assist games, many of them. But he, those usually came with like five, six turnovers. Not a slant on Harden. Harden was amazing in his prime. But Halliburton is doing stuff with the efficiency of the shooting, with the lack of turnovers. It's it's insane what he's doing. And he's rising up. And I love that he did it in the big. I love how he's embracing the in-season tournament, rising up in the big moments. The, 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 the celebration against Dame, he's like a little bit of, gave, of a corny guy. But I love it. I love it. That gave yeah. me chills, bro. I love a nigga dropping his nuts in a moment like that, especially a young buck. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. 
Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, you know, if we're going to have the discussion about, you know, if he's the best point guard in the league right now, it's kind of a discussion on, you know, the point guard position is the position that I think has evolved the most in kind of like the basketball revolution that we've mm-hmm. had or lately. Right. But I mean, if you look at just a, a, a guy who can score and facilitate like, bro, who's better? You know what I mean? Like, like, I mean, he's. There's only been like two players who had, you know, a, um, two street games where they had, you know, 50 total points and 25 total assists and zero turnovers. And it's Halliburton this season and Halliburton last season. Right. Like the, the shit that he is doing where where he is just taking care of the ball in such a great way. Zero turnovers, you know, getting buckets, facilitating, getting dimes like like I, I mean, it, I don't think there's anyone better in the league as far as like, you know, assist to turnover ratio guy who can, you know, get his teammates going, you know, drop dimes off and not turn the ball over. Yeah, Bro, I mean, like, he's got in the in the win over the Bucks. He had twenty seven points on eleven and nineteen shooting. He had fifteen assists and zero turnovers. Ridiculous. He he drops twenty seven in the most unselfish way possible. Like a thirty ball, it still feels like he's a shoot. Like he's a he's a he's a pass first point guard getting twenty seven and thirty right. points. It it makes no sense. Like if is there's is there an analytic that gauges like hockey assists? Like, you know, it, it, it seems like everything offensively that is good goes through Halliburton. He has something to do with it. You feel me? Like, he makes the, the right pass that goes into the right pass. You know, he's always looking to pass the ball, and he's still getting buckets. He can shoot the ball. That floater is a killer, bro. You know what I mean? Good at the rim. That little dipsy do he did at the end of the game, nasty. And then he hits the big shot. He's a fucking dog. He's a big shot. Points at his shit, dragging his nuts. I love it, bro. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like... He going to have me watching the Pacers, and you know how much I don't fuck with Indiana, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, I'm just playing off for real. Dead serious. He going to have me watching the Pacers. He's must-see TV for a team that's eight in the East. Incredible. He's incredible, G. It's, it's a little Peyton Manning-y to me where it's like, who are his teammates? Like, they're Miles Turner, Ben Mack. Miles Turner can play. No, Miles uh, Turner's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're not good, but yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not all-stars. <laughs> You're not a, expecting them to beat the Bucks in a leveraged game. Yeah, he's yeah. he's doing it like Peyton Manning's throwing to to who knows the fuck. I mean, after besides Marvin Harrison or whatever. I was about but like, to say, I mean, Peyton Manning. I mean, has once those guys ended, but maybe Tom Brady's a, maybe Tom Brady's a better example. Okay, all right. But, all right. but like he's he's throwing he's orchestrating the league's best offense with no with zero All Star teammates. It's crazy. It's 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 amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, different. Um. Man. He also did the Dame time celebration, and Dame was a you know he was a little bit. I'm a big Dame respecter. Okay, put me at the top of the list of Dame respecters. <laughs> we respect Dame Lillard in this house. But I hated to see the be be a little more humble. You never know. Enjoy your moment, but you never know when it's gonna end. I hated to see that from Dame, bro. I truly... how, how how I mean, you know, how old is Halliburton? 23, 24? 23. Right. 23. Bro, like, like I get what Dame is saying, but but the day when the rabbit is going to have the gun on Halliburton is like another 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, that is strictly a 31-year-old, you know what I'm saying, who realizes that, you know, he might not be that guy that he was when he was 25, 26 talking right there. But, you know, I loved it, man. But, uh, you know, I, I I think Dame, you know, he kind of took it on the chin. He's like, yeah, you know, I talk my shit all the time with that celebration. The game comes around, but he was like, you know, be humble. That's when you kind of saw the salt seep in a little bit, right? Like a little slow simmer salt. It was right just there. a little reverse sear, Tyler. Yeah, just a little just a little crust. Perfect Just a analogy. little crust. Yeah. <laughs> a little reverse here right there. You can't do that celebration and be humble. Like, there's no yeah. way to do that. Like, it's no, it's my time. You know, you just want a game. Yeah, you just hit like a, something that's sealed a game. Like, it's sealed the game, right? You know what I'm saying? Or a game winner, whatever he does it. You feel me? And you're dragging your nuts. There's no humbly dragging your nuts across a team's face. You feel me? So, like, I don't know what he means by be humble. Like, dog, 
The kids 23 had a great fucking game. If you don't want them to celebrate, win the game, bro. Y'all were the better team. You feel me? And he had a, You're the Bucks. They, uh, Dame, Dame, Dame was cooking. You know what I mean? So, yeah, bro. I, I don't. Nigga, like, okay, get your get back, bro. Win the chip. Yeah. They play on right. Wednesday. They, the rematch is Wednesday. <laughs> Must see TV. It ain't for 500K, though. Yeah. You know it's, what I'm saying? No, but it's, this it's is what bragging but, rights, but, though. But, but yes, this is the value of the in-season tournament. You have a game yes. like this where these dudes are talking shit. We talked last episode about how Tyrese Halliburton gets to arrive earlier to not just hardcore basketball fans, but to people who are, you know, casual, more casual basketball fans who are watching this game, who are listening to a superstar be annoyed at Tyrese Halliburton for doing his celebration, and then you get, and then ESPN gets to say. They're playing on Wednesday. <laughs> like right. you have a reason to care about a basketball game that's taking place on December thirteenth between <laughs> exactly. this, this yeah. and between the, Indiana and right. Milwaukee, the battle of the Midwest, right? <laughs> that, yeah, the Big battle Ten for, football country. The battle for where is uh, John uh, least likely to take his family on vacation? <laughs> Tenderloins versus cheese. Who wins this one? <laughs> uh, we also got you know, hey, Milwaukee black as hell, though, ain't it? Yeah, Milwaukee Black. It's, it's definitely Milwaukee. But also the most segregated city. Is it not the most segregated city still yes. in America? I don't care about that side. I live in St. Louis, nigga. You no, know what no, I'm no, no, no. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Very segregated, too. No, it's just interesting because <laughs> if you say Milwaukee, I'm still never obviously thinking about it being a black city. Yeah, yeah. You ain't hit the cuckoo cow then, dog. You, you know, my projects. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> cuckoo cow was the one who made me realize like Milwaukee might be different like years ago, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's I got a, a bunch of homies from Milwaukee too. They black as hell. So, I, and then also, isn't it like more than fifty percent black though? Yeah, it's it's predominantly black. Uh, yeah, yeah, somewhere around there, it's close. So, but y'all would agree if you hear someone say Milwaukee and someone say Detroit, the brands of the city are very, oh, yeah. of the cities are very for different. Sure. For sure. Like, Mil like you say, like Detroit it's like is said, super black, like yeah, yeah, percent black. Yeah, but yeah, if you yeah, say yeah. Milwaukee, I think of cheese. When I think yeah, of yeah, cheese, yeah. I don't think of black people. I think <laughs> right. of cows and white farmers. <laughs> like, but the yeah. people that I know from Milwaukee are black, so maybe right. that's why I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. of course. For sure, yeah. no. I mean that that makes sense. Obviously, I remember. Isn't a uh, isn't a uh, Tyler Hero from uh, Milwaukee? Mm -hmm. That ex I told you that explains. Yeah. When I he saw ain't black, but he a nigga. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you the exact moment where I Google where this kid was from. Like I was tipped him. I knew he played in Kentucky and shit. But I'm gonna yeah. tell you the exact moment I Google and I was like, where is this dude from? Because he's a different brand of white guy. He went to a <laughs> post game presser. <laughs> he went to a post game presser um, in the playoffs, and he wore the maroon throwback Phillies uh, fitted, classic right. fitted, right? right. And okay. he wore it because it matched his fit. And I was like, yeah. "Hold up, hold up." He wasn't a Phillies up. fan, right? Okay, this okay, is not yeah. a Phillies fan. This is a dude who's wearing a fitted to match his outfit. <laughs> to be like, cute, yeah. I was like, "This is a different type of white dude." And seeing that he was from like the Milwaukee area, things from like a suburb from Milwaukee, but seeing he's from the Milwaukee area, I was like, "Okay, it all makes sense now." Right. He's not asking Tyler if he's a Yankees fan right now. Right. <laughs> right. He, played, he, he knows played, the game. Even if he's in a suburb, he played AAU in a city yeah, of that's course. almost of so course. He's, most of his homies was, you know, didn't right. look like him. You feel me? Um, it, it, the math adds up. When Tyler said he's a different brand of white, you know, we spent more time in the group chat classifying different types of white people than <laughs> than usually makes its way out of the pod. We got we gotta uh, we gotta find a way to bring that to the pod. <laughs> All right, <yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, 
we're some regular anthropologists in the group chat. I mean, it's like you. We can submit the group chat for a PhD dissertation. I'm telling you. Jackson is curious. Kids a fan. Jackson might not be a fan. Though. Jackson's got that look in his eye that says I should keep again. going. I think it's perfect for the group chat. I think that is a group chat conversation. That's what I think that is. <laughs> I, I, it's. I hope Jackson never realizes that when he makes that please stop talking about this face, it is the biggest green light. That's a Tyrese Halliburton green light to me. Like, oh, don't change topics. You got that patch right on the seams. You feel you never felt that shooting pocket more pure. Dropped it in the pocket. I know what that's like. Trust me. All right. Oh, jeez. Pardon me. Pardon me, Mr. Buckets. No, No, he sent me a video of his jumper. It's nice. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. It, right. it, it, it's, it's very Steve Nash-like. You feel Are we me? still playing horse? Well, we, we, we're going to play horse. We're going to play horse. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, he, he had like six jumpers in a row. I'll, I'll tell you, you know, like, hey, man, that's that's great. I mean, you, who decides you make it is, is your brain under pressure. It ain't your shooting form. You know what I mean? Right. But right. the shooting form itself was beautiful. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We were able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Your one-stop shop, Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie gets the difficulties that come with home projects. Why not make it as simple as possible to tackle that project? Turn to Angie with confidence, even for major renovations or emergency repairs. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, let's talk about um, you know, NBA fans in uh true postseason fashion really felt like the uh referees were really rigging it for the Lakers to make sure that they got through to the championship. And the refs did it again in the Lakers Pelicans game. They uh served the Lakers up a 40-point victory. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> can't believe that the NBA officials did this to us yet again. 
40 fucking points that um <laughs> bro like you know i'm i know we just can't overreact to a one regular season game right i i completely understand that but also with this in-season tournament like there's an understanding here that we are playing playoff basketball right that everyone yep. is getting up and playing their best basketball for this right rotations are a little shorter for some teams even yeah, yep exactly right and it, it feels like the Pelicans are one of those teams who we're like, when are they ever going to figure it out? You know, they're behind schedule. And, uh, you know, a big part of them being behind schedule is, you know, the, the injury history they've had, granted. But it feels like that's always been a question with these Pelicans. When are they going to put it together? When are they going to, you know, you know, make all the pieces come together and, and actually be a contender? And the shit we saw last night, bro, like. Did they even so, care? Right? Like, like, that's the whole thing. There was just no effort there. Like. I don't know, man. I, I I just don't like I said, I don't want to overreact to even though it is a high stakes, you know, playoff atmosphere type basketball game, it is still a game in December. I don't want to overreact too much. But it's not just a one off. This is some shit that this this is a question we've had about this team for years. And and it feels like last night just showed us all the questions that we have for them that they need to answer. You know what I mean? That they need to address. It it basically stepped what CJ said at the end of last season. You know, guys just don't seem like they care enough. You feel me, like, dude, right. Zion? Did he? Did, like, did you even try? I mean, I'm look, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm like, bro, like, you, you might as well not even be on the court. You're Zion Williamson, though, bro. You're a damn near guaranteed 25 off 65 percent shooting. You get? Do he has? I think he has two double doubles the entire year. Zion Williamson, nigga, like, what are you? What, what's going on, bro? Like, I'm like, what, what's going? Like, yeah. So, basically, what CJ said, I get it, man. Like, these dudes are like, they just didn't care, and it's not. It, I mean, one thing getting beat. But like just looking like you, it doesn't matter to you. They scored seventeen. They were outscored forty-three to seventeen in the third quarter. Lakers took their starters out. They were outscored twenty-three to eighteen in the fourth quarter. Woof! You scored. I mean, it was it was a it was a game at halftime. They scored thirty-five points in the second half. Like, <laughs> you know, like Zion and Bi hit the though. roulette table yeah. <laughs> straight out of the locker room, bro. Like it, it's ugly. Uh, but all that being said, the Pelicans could have played their been their best versions of themselves, and I think all it would have done would have been to, I mean, help drive LeBron's stats up. First of all, because he only played twenty three minutes, he had thirty points, he had five rebounds, he had eight assists. It was the first thirty five five game in twenty three minutes or fewer in the history of the NBA. Off of like what twelve shots, something like that. Yeah, what was, he was what, nine 12. of twelve. Crazy. He was four of four from three. He shot that one from the. <laughs> From, from, woo! When he bro, pulled up the, for that, bro, I was like, "Picture of that shit? Have y'all seen a photo of that shit?" Oh, I haven't wow. seen the photo, hard, dude. Is there even a player within range of him? Like he seemed like he was on an island. It was so deep, yeah, crazy. But I, you know, Tyler was getting emotional about it. I was emotional about it last night. It's crazy, bro. Like if you consider him with the best athletes in any sport of his generation, he is older than Michael Phelps. He is older than Usain Bolt. He's one year younger than Serena Williams. These athletes have been retired. Michael Phelps, the greatest Olympian ever, he retired a half a decade ago. And LeBron James is putting up 35 and 8 in 20 fucking minutes in the NBA with it like with a lethal deep shot <laughs> that is better this year. Like I, I just don't know how you try and Put it into words. I think we're all over trying to convince anyone who's not a believer at this point. But you just feel bad for people who are not able to appreciate 
and enjoy what he's done for half our fucking lives at this point. He's the one and the two, dog. Since 2003, <laughs> dog. Um, Rick Carlisle had a quote where he really put it in, in perspective where he was like, we never seen anything like him. He said, you look in the record books, he's there for the youngest guy to do to do this. And then you look at the record books now, he's there as the oldest guy who's doing these things, right? Like it's it's just just a singular fucking talent. Never seen anything like him. And 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 I was like, bro, last night if the game should he turns 39 in like fucking 20 days. Mm-hmm. The game should not be that fucking easy for a 39-year-old, dude. Like when he that fucking play when he was like one foot outside of the corner three point line and threw a fucking lob to AD over his shoulder, over his shoulder, crazy yeah. with a with a defender on him, like bro, like never seen anything like him. And I'm like I'm with you, Mike. Like I feel like this, like wherever you were at with Braun in 2016 after those finals is probably where you still are, right? Like when I saw those finals, I was like, I there is no basketball player in my life who could have done what Braun did. He's the best I've ever seen, right? But it's 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 just like you know he's just adding more to the resume now, and and it's just it's he's not someone that I take for granted, not someone that any of us should take for granted. He's fucking thirty nine years old, and he's looking like a top five player this season so far. Bro, like I'm saying, bro, like I said earlier, Michael Jordan's third best. Brian's <laughs> one and two, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not arguing with nobody. <laughs> I don't. I mean, bro. I mean, it's, it's just it's just pointless at this at, at, at this age the way he's doing what he's doing. I I. I it's 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 like you said after 2016 and after what we've seen as of late and you and you want me to argue with you about his greatness. There's nothing I can say that he hasn't done that it should have that will be able to prove that to you. You know what I mean? Great. He's also so savvy in the way that he considers narratives and everything. I, I've seen a lot of people make the comment, and I think it's probably true that he's been talking about this half a million dollars because he really wants to win the first one in case this is 40 years from now, his grandkids are like, you know, you know, (laughs) pop up LeBron won the first one, right? In case this becomes a big part of NBA history, he competitively really wants to win the first one, Mm -hmm. but he knew that it would be corny. It would be perceived as corny for him to come out and be super competitive about it before everyone else was locked in on it. So he's making jokes about the half a million dollars. Last night, he actually started, I feel like, being a little bit honest and talking about, yeah. hey, I'm in a Final Four. I'm in a term, like, you, but I, I really think, like, in the, in the postgame, the immediate postgame, they asked him about it, it's a championship-type feel, and he downplayed it, right? He's like, oh, I mean, it's, you know, it's still December. Like, this isn't really what we're here for. But I think that's all in his head. I do think he's thinking about this as a, I want to be the MVP of the first-ever in-season tournament. I want, if they're showing the highlights of this tournament 100 years from now, I want to be the first clip in that shit. As the Lifting the Gary the O'Brien. Right? Lifting the Gary O'Brien. <laughs> For sure. I, I don't think he has to be cool about it, though. I mean, like, Steph was celebrating, what, week two? When, I remember when it first started? I don't think he had to be cool about it. I think, you know, he could have leaned in. You know what I mean? But, I, yeah, I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. Braun thinks, I, he's, Braun thinks he's cooler than Steph, though. Would you agree with that? I mean, I, I would say he is. I you think he I mean? is, but I think I he. Th- say, yeah. I, I think he definitely thinks he is too, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I, I, I just like to see. I like how Steph was celebrating up front. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I love seeing that a dude that's you know been a Finals MVP, won hella chips, and is celebrating about the end season. That makes it fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, and and yeah, you can yeah. see you can see how locked in all the uh, uh, all of the vets were. 
Oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, so you didn't have to play it cool, man. We wouldn't have judged you. Get that yeah. motherfucking chip and rub it in their face. Fuck. Um, all right, let's take a, a look at the championship game. Lakers, Pacers, 5.30 p.m. Uh, West Coast. Sorry, 8.30 p.m. East Coast. I know we're supposed to pretend everyone lives on the East Coast when we do uh, times. Lakers are favored by three and a half with an over-under at 240.5, which tells you that uh, Vegas, uh, which is where the game is taking place, <laughs> thinks that the game will be played at the uh, Pacers' pace. What? How do you guys think this game is going to shake out, and who do you think will win? Um, uh, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to doubt Halliburton again because he's for sure been the star of this uh, tournament. But you know, I think I got the Lakers here, right? You know, I, I, I think that you know, like, like I said, you know, the the analogy that I had is like Halliburton is having like his Davidson Steph moment. But you know, now you're running into like the Kentuckys and the Dukes and the Carolinas here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right, yeah, you're running into some blue bloods here. So yeah, I, I think that the Lakers take this here. I mean, it's hard for me not to take Bron in a single game. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a healthy Bron in a single game, it's hard for me to bet against Bron. So I'm going to say the Lakers, but I mean, there's no telling with Tyrese, and that's how good he is where, you know, I'm questioning it with the Pacers playing the Lakers because that's how good Tyrese is. Right, been. right. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride with y'all and say the Lakers too. I, I think as good as Halliburton has been, this is actually really exciting because I think the the Pacers obviously one of the best offenses in the league. The Lakers have been the best defense in the league since Vandy came back. They're number one in like basically every advanced defensive uh, analytics since they've been playing with their full lineup. And, um, you know, you can make the argument about whether the head coach and the guy running that defense is Darvin Ham or LeBron James, but either way, it's been a very, very good defense. I'm excited to see what they do with, uh, with Halliburton. Maybe they can force him into at least one turnover. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Shoot for the stars, kids. <laughs> you could tell he comes from basketball lineage. It's the way he plays the game. It's just so... It's so effort he so effortlessly makes the right decision. It's like it just comes natural. It's not he's not thinking at all out there. He's just playing basketball. Beautiful. I'll enjoy uh, the I'll, I'll enjoy watching Halliburton regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but I don't it's, think it's, they can pull it off. It's it. You know, this is what they wanted with the end season tournament. You want great stories, right? That's what draws new fans in storylines. So we either get a great story where you know the thirty nine year old still got it, or this up and coming kid is like coming for his, right? So either right. way, it's a win win there. Would you rather the Bucks versus the Lakers? I I think I like this. I like you think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You rather yeah, the Bucks? I like. I, I would like rather Tyrese. the Bucks, bro. Okay. I I like Tyrese going against the Lakers. I think it's I think it's more fun to me, man. I I'm a like uh, we we obviously watch a lot of basketball, uh, both just because we like to, but also for the pod and everything. But like at at my heart, I'm a I'm a casual '90s kid basketball fan. Like yes, I want to see Bron and AD versus Giannis and Dame on you national see TV. Godzilla like verse, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. King right. Kong, I want, yeah. I want Godzilla, King Kong. I want Freddy yeah. versus Jason. Like yeah, I want, yeah. you know, whatever the biggest name. So as a basketball fan, like I've really been enjoying Tyrese Halliburton. I'm excited for the game for sure. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, Bron Giannis on the graphic on a Saturday night. You know, you. And I mean, you know, Tyrese. You know, everyone's watching the yeah. game. Like that yeah. hits a little different, bro. Tyrese Bron on the graphic ain't gonna do as much. But <laughs> like, like, like Tyler said, you know. You know, Steph at Davidson, that drew us in. And this is yeah. the same feeling. You know what I mean? Right. I'd, I'd rather watch that in a one-game tourney. You know, I, I would rather Milwaukee mm. versus the Lakers in a chip. Okay. If I'm talking about good basketball because it's seven games. It's serious, you know what I mean? But yeah, like, yeah, for sure. a single game, yo, anybody can win, bro. Let's see what happens. I think that Davidson comparison hits for me as well for this because it's like there's a little bit of an unknown with it because you know Giannis and Dame can come up big in the biggest moments. You're sort of like – 
how far can Halliburton go? Like, how right. can can he keep doing this against these guys? Against the fucking Monstars? Like, it's like a little bit like this. Like, yeah, weird... I didn't think he'd do it against the. Bucks. I mean, none of us. Jackson's the only one who thought he was going to do it against the Bucks. So, right. Okay, it's, so what's I mean, your prediction, Jackson? So, so, All three of us got the, the Lakers. I, think, I picked the Lakers over the Pacers the other day in our pod. I still stand by oh. that, but okay. I'm right. I'm I'm locked in though for sure. Okay. I mean, but and and bro, if, if Halliburton's coming out moment is going through Boston, Milwaukee, and out and the Lakers, goddamn, like what? A Gotta love it. That kid story, right? Gotta love it. Yeah. yeah. I saw as evidence of how broken online sports narratives are. I saw someone say that he's a plant. You know, oh my god. I was like, you can't be a plant in the NBA. You think you think you think Dame let him beat him because the NBA put the call in? Like, we need a superstar in Indiana. (laughs) If if anybody on the planet, if 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 two players on the planet are not going to allow themselves to be beat, it's Dame and fucking Giannis. (laughs) I mean, like they're the most honorable, not you know what I'm saying? Not letting anything off type players. Yeah, so yeah, come on, man. That's ridiculous. What do y'all think of uh, Bobby Portis uh, trying to lead an uprising against against the, <laughs> the new Bucks coach in the post game? Did you hear that? No, I, I, he, I didn't. I didn't. He like stood up and was challenging him, like "You've got to be better. We've got to be better." But it sounded it was it was apparently it was Bobby Portis that like was uh, I didn't see was that <laughs> trying to say it's inexcusable. Like, bro, <laughs> there's a line in every locker room of people who get to make those speeches, and Bobby Portis can't be higher than fifth <laughs> on the Bucks roster, right? <laughs> I did. I did see. I did see that post game from Giannis where where he was like, you know. You can point hands at, at coaches or whatever, but it's on our, on the players. We're the ones out there. We're the ones who have to make it happen, right? So, I think he you know, said that in response to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. and 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 it's it's no secret that Adrian is is Giannis's guy, right? Like that's who Giannis wanted, you know. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, how those, so when did when did Bobby Portis say out. this shit? Well, he was in on the, the bench in game. Okay, game. okay. Yeah, no, no, no. In the locker room after the game, I believe. Standing in front of everybody. Yeah, I was like, Bobby don't nobody want to hear that shit. Giving a post like, game, right? <laughs> basically, in the nicest possible way. Oh, Shut the fuck up, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody going to say none of that. Maybe that's why I can get it <laughs> yeah. off, because he yeah. he's broke a man's whole face. Before <laughs> we, we we ain't we ain't gonna listen, but we ain't gonna tell him to shut the fuck up either. You feel me? Yeah. You know, there's a line there that we can't cross when it comes to that. You feel me? <laughs> there's multiple lines going on, but anyway, yeah, a hundred percent. Well, before we get out of here, we uh, we we do not talk about baseball as a rule on this pod, but I just have to say, uh, Shohei Otani is ruining my fucking life, and I would like him to just announce that he's a Dodger because all of the Watching baseball media try to be NBA media about free agency has been so ugly. They're fumbling it so badly. I did it. My friend Ryan did make the point that at least with baseball, this only happens with superstars. Whereas like shit show free agencies in the NBA happen for DeAndre fucking Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, is it not fun know. at being kind of, a, I mean, well, not for you, but if you yeah. weren't an Otani, if you didn't have like, you know, a vested interest in it, I a love vested interest. Like this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was, it, it would seem fun with everybody going back and forth. Everyone else is fun. having a blast, bro. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I am not. Dodgers fans are not having fun. Blue Jays fans are not having fun. I guess Braves fans are enjoying laughing at everyone now that he's, it sounds like he's not going to the Braves, but. What they, would be he, his interest in the Blue Jays? Are they a good, a good squad? No one really knows the answer to that question, John, because he and his camp are literally not saying anything and they're threatening to punish any teams that leak anything about them. So, like, I don't know. I mean, there are literally people Y'all saying... Y'all might have ruined your, your, your chances with old boy. With our, with our head coach acknowledging that he met with him. Like, I, I don't know, man. 
it's like it's just a weird situation. You also have uh baseball media people like I think it was Buster Olney wrote a column like he's doing the sport a disservice by being so closed mouthed about his uh <laughs> about his free agency. Like there's media people who are really angry. They want it to be more of an NBA type circus. And uh today we're recording this on Saturday, on Friday. Today this was very much an NBA type circus for the entire day. Mm. You literally had like some of the top baseball reporters in the country like reporting contrary to each other. He's flying to Toronto to sign with the Blue Jays tonight. They're holding a press conference at 6. Someone reported that. And then someone else reported he is at home in Southern California. He is not on an airplane. He has not made a decision. Like, can you imagine Woj and Shams like disagreeing about where Giannis or Braun were? Like, it's crazy, bro. It's been total fucking chaos. To say somebody is signing and doing a press conference at six, and it is what, six? Six twelve West Coast time. West Coast time. <laughs> you were so fucking wrong so publicly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sheesh. I'm telling you, bro, the, the, the name of the dog, that's the key there. The whole shit that he has named his dog and, and that's the team he's going to and people kept it a secret. You ain't going to name a dog Blue Jay, bro. That is not a dog name. What the fuck is that? Like Dodger is a dog name, though, you know? So, But it being a dog name means that it he might not be choosing that team because it's just a dog name. It might have nothing to do with the team he's choosing. It's just a dog yeah. name. No one, like no one, no one names their dog after teams they don't love or players they don't love. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a he's like, like Chels, Chels, the the, the the homie Chels, the, the homie Chels, our, our, our cousin Chels has a yes. beagle. She named it Dallas because she's a Cowboys right. fan. Right. You know, she yeah, wouldn't so. name that shit Philly. You right? She wouldn't name it Philly or New but York Dallas or Washington. She won't even name. eat a Philly cheesesteak. Dallas ain't a dog name. <laughs> Dallas is the name of her team. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I but think that's Dodger, what said Dodger's a dog. No, it's Dodger I, because not, he's a he's a Japanese baseball player who's a student of the history of the game. There's a very long-standing connection between the Dodgers and Japanese baseball. The Dodgers were a big part of growing the sport in Japan. Their head coach is half Japanese. Like they've had all these great Japanese players. You know what I mean? Like But it's also a dog name. Fuck, John. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this no, has been no. my whole day. Right, right. This has been my entire day. <laughs> well, bro, maybe someone else gave him the bro, dog. Well, maybe bro. he adopted the dog and just the didn't way the facts name. just rolled out of your mouth because they've been in your brain the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you, you've been talking yourself into this all day, and I hope you're right. It's very right. similar. I've been talking myself talking into this shit, bro, for obviously. two years. Yeah, bro, you were so excited all this. year. You would just talk about him coming to L.A. like on some like, yes. like, like it was a, a given. You feel me? Like I'm not going to throw sources out there, but it has been made very clear to me by a number of people for a very long time that the dude was coming to the Dodgers. And like... The, like, the what, Dodgers was the Blue Jays? Like, they got a bunch of... They got more bread. They can't have more bread. We really don't know. They don't have more. No, people, we really don't know, John. Like, it literally might be that he does not like being in America. Like, that, you know what I mean? That might literally be the answer to the question. Tyler's like, I can't fault him. Bro, I'm seeing the same thing. <laughs> Sound like a real nigga to me. You hear me? <laughs> I tweeted earlier today. He could choose. He could Can be relate. one of the, he could be a baseball icon. He could be one of the greatest players in the history of the sport, or he could be a fucking loser ass Canadian, bro. Like, it's With his decision. Half a billion dollars. <laughs> Hard to call that a losing situation, regardless. Half a billion loonies. Half a billion Queen's crown. Or whatever the fuck they call them in Canada. No, I, I think <laughs> they have to give them half a billion in American dollars, right? 
Because them, 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 them Canadian. I don't know how shit works in Canada. I actually don't know they how don't. professional sport contracts work for <laughs> Hey, I, they, they'd have to give me 700 of them things in Canadian dollars. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I remember. I remember there was a, a there was bro. a discussion. I remember there was a discussion on Twitter, and we found out that like Canada doesn't doesn't have like single dollar bills. Like they just have loonies, like you know the the coins. Yeah, coins. And yeah. they were like, people go to the strip clubs in Canada and give the strippers coins. Like yes. it's fucking Mario Brothers or some shit. <laughs> I have never heard of. Such. But they have like twenty dollar bills though. Yeah, the, right? yes, they have yeah, like yeah, five yeah. dollar bills, ten dollar bills, yeah, yeah. twenty dollar bills. The they don't have a single dollar bills. Is your the, flipping yeah. coins off the roll? Like, bro, like. like <laughs> bro, throw some paper, bro. That seems dangerous throwing <laughs> coins in the world. Okay, anyway, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, All right. I'm getting uh, Biko's dragging me for Mario Brothers. Uh, Mario yeah, Brothers. like Tyler, I love that you say Mario Brothers. Don't ever say it any different than that, bro. Yes, I, t- I told you I have like a the half Mar- dozen friends who say Mario Brothers, and they're all black. And it, to me, it's just a black thing. And I really respect that you say Mario Brothers. I don't know. You the only dude I know to say Mario Brothers, bro. But it's all good. You know what I mean? So, St. Louis is exclusively Mario Brothers. City. No, they're a, they're they're a, they're a Mario Brothers. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Mario Brothers. <laughs> You could imagine if you do a North Long Beach slash Compton accent or East Side. You could imagine how, where Mario Brothers comes yeah. in there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. All right. They got That's the all pizza the- in like this when they say it. You feel <laughs> <hear> me? <laughs> Post it up. Mario Brothers, guys. <laughs> That's all the time we got. <laughs> We'll be back on Monday to talk uh, the in-season tournament championship uh, and everything else. <laughs> MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.